Welcome to Triple Coverage, a football podcast. I'm Eddie Sun, joined by Reagan Griffin, Julio Martinez, and Michelle Mankoff. Um, we are on SoundCloud for now. We're about to we're about to upload our podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also find our other podcast about basketball, Hoop and Holler. There, um, follow us on social media. That's at Square One Media, spelled out. Um, Go ahead and check out Julio Sports Blog, Sports Talk, The Countdown. Um, let's talk football, guys. Yeah. I'm ready. That's what we're here for, isn't it? So, Thursday night game. Recapping the Thursday night game. Trash. Which, yeah. I mean, very boring. Which was not not a lot going on. Neither team really, like, capitalized, like, to the full extent uh, of, like, getting into the red zone or even getting close to the end zone. Uh, that's the low score. It was just... Uh, it's, field goal it's, after field goal. It's just a boring game. Yeah, man. Um, the NFL is just like, uh, thank goodness there were no major injuries yeah. last night because that was just th- that was in the back of my mind the entire time is who's going to get injured this time. Yeah, but the NFL just has I to just I just feel bad for AP too. Like we're just wasting his last year. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know. I thought I think we were talking about Kirk Cousins being bad three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. and he has the highest passer rating in but the NFL right now. He's good yeah, for no, three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> he's good no, for no, three quarters. No, no, no. And he's well, good on versus a team that's not that's struggling, not not there's not like a lot of expectations of him. And but if you do also go back and look at the highlights of that game, his footwork is actually awful. It's very, very terrible. Mm. He, you bring any type of pressure and he he gets happy feet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's terrible. And when you have all those weapons, like yeah, you're gonna have some games where it's like I, I mean, Kirk yeah, Cousins, Dalvin Cook. I mean, yeah, Stephon Diggs, yeah, Adam Thielen. Uh, Adam Thielen was out. I he was, think. yeah, he was out. out. Dalvin Cook in. That's what. Stephon that's Diggs why I think really the games. Vikings offense kind of struggled mm-hmm. to to score touchdowns because yeah. they were missing. They uh, and Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, he's still a weapon there. And their offensive line, they put a lot, they invested a lot in that. So I mean, they surrounded Kirk Cousins. There's with no all excuse the that he needs to you know succe- mm-hmm. succeed. But you know, when push comes to so- shove, eventually there's going to be a game where they need him to win the game, and he won't do it because he's Kirk Cousins. So you're going to say Vikings cannot win the NFC North. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with that. that. N- yeah, well, with the I'm with Packers that. There, yeah, that's I'm not, with that. Really and and also another thing, uh, the Redskins. There they go again, switching out QBs like it's a, I don't even know. They just switch out QBs every damn quarter. There's no reason. That's why Haskins isn't, like, part of it is your talent, but part of it is the situation you're in, and you can't thrive in a situation that's just so fluctuating and just not foundational. Right, what John Elway is doing with Drew Locke. Oh, my God. Perfect. If you want your young quarterback to succeed, you have to – Keep them out until you're sure. It's very. I think it's very easy for coaches to know when their young quarterback is ready because mm-hmm. it's it's all it's all mental. And they were the Redskins were saying before the season started that Haskins is nowhere near ready. Nope. And then throwing him in like this when you've already told everyone he's not ready. What can change in six weeks? Nothing. Not too much with the new coach. It's just yeah. yeah. It's just surprising that they replace their coach. And this new coach is also throwing Dwayne Haskins into the fire when we were on Jay Gruden for throwing Dwayne Haskins into the fire when he clearly wasn't ready. Yeah. Like, there, I mean, there, there's clearly not a good idea of what they're trying to do with the quarterback situation. Not there. just with the quarterback situation. They don't know what direction they're taking as a, a franchise. They, as a they, whole they don't know. They're, they're, like, investing in the youth, and then they're paying the old guys. Old, yeah. Like, they give Josh Norman, Norman this huge deal, mm-hmm. Ryan Kerrigan this deal. You're still, like, they, they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It, it's clearly... I I would venture to say that they might be the most dysfunctional front office in all of football. In all of so professional Miami. sports. Them and in Miami. Miami. Mm. Oh. Wow. There, there's a lot what of about the, the Knicks. What about Houston with just happening? Oh, Houston. I mean, that, that, that's that's so different. Yeah. Um, the right. Houston Rockets at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely in football. They just, yeah. I mean, surprisingly, the game was competitive, but I almost want to say that's just because Minnesota was not taking Washington very Only competitive because it was a Thursday night game and neither team was at 100%, I think. That's Mm. true. All right, let's go on to the most notable game last Sunday. And I'm I'm just going to vacate the mic and let you guys speak on Cowboys. There's 22 million viewers. 22 million most watched Sunday night football game in five years. Give me a high five. Let's go. It's weak. Reagan, Um, give me a high five. See how these Cowboys fans get... Right, you know what's, what's what's incredible <laughs> about this game? I just want to tell you guys my experience. I don't know if you know, but there was a tornado that hit 
Dallas I didn't know last that. week. Mm-hmm. And it happened during the Cowboys game. And um, here's how important the Cowboys are to, to people in Dallas. <laughs> that the, what, the channels, the TV channels, were not airing extreme weather coverage. They were airing the Cowboys game because that's what the people want. Now, my heart goes out to all the people in Dallas, to my friends and family out there. Um, city needs a lot of help recovering yeah. bad mm-hmm. damage um, and makes the Cowboys even more important. Gives us that emotional edge. Weedem boys. Uh, all right. All right, Reagan. Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? <laughs> I feel like y'all just go. You want me to go I, first? Y'all go ahead and say y'all. Peace. All right, all right. So this is even like before what I'm about to say. This I, hap- Before you say this, this you still okay. owe me like you no, still I do. have to wear I do, the I do, I do, I do. Because y'all lost the I do, jets. I do. Um, but before they even played, um, did you guys see that another, a third uh, teammate of Carson Wentz anonymously called him out? Alshon Jeffrey? It wasn't Alshon. No, what I think... They said stop trying to make like hero plays and check down when necessary. I think that's an offensive line issue. Number one, did you guys see that those two videos where they refused to block for him? It was a three man rush against a five like five, uh, just the regular offensive line, and they sacked him, and they let them sack him, and they didn't even help him up. What's something's wrong with Carson? Something's wrong with Carson Wentz's leadership. This is a third player who's called him out anonymously. I only know like Chris Long went on uh, Ryan Russillo's podcast and was saying that um, Carson Wentz is not good enough of a game manager, stuff like that. Uh, I'm I, actually I'm not even. Aware and of that that, that talk just spreads around the locker room and and when when you're an offensive lineman, you have to protect for so long for someone like let's say people were even complaining about Russell Wilson like he wants to make hero plays sometimes too, but it, it's 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 not good when you have teammates anonymously calling out uh, and undercutting your franchise quarterback. So even leading up to that game, I just felt like, like, damn, they're surely not going to win if they're not at home, especially. What do you think about that? I'll let you go, Michelle. Just go ahead, pile it on. I want to get this I, all out the way before I say my piece. I, I, I feel for you, Reagan, because you were your team was hurt. The Eagles had they did they were they, they were. were they were depleted offensively and defensively and overall outmatched and and the Cowboys they just the Cowboys were at a, in a do or die situation when you drew, when you lose three straight you come home you have a division game mm-hmm. if you lose that game that's that's it they almost- had, the Cowboys had to win this game and for the Eagles this was an important divisional game, but for the Cowboys, this was. It's season. almost like last year when they started like three and five, and then right. they played the Eagles, and then they won. Um, but yeah, like I mean, Dak wasn't like we're talking about. Wentz wasn't that impressive. One ninety one, one TD, uh, one interception. Dak wasn't that impressive either. But it's it's yeah, more playing. It's more playing through. Uh, I agree with you. It's more playing through Zeke and, and feeding him more and more. He the defense creating turnovers. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and we'll get into like what happened with trades this past week with the Cowboys, but we'll give it to Reagan. My turn. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to hear your injuries excuse too much either, but go ahead. I just want to preface this. All the credit to the Cowboys. Y'all kicked our ass up and down the field from minute one to minute 60. I am completely utterly disgusted with my team right now and that is something that I have not been able to say for a very long time put aside the injuries to your point I'm not even going to use that as an excuse because if we lost that game because we lack bodies that would be one thing but the team that I saw on that field bro that team lacked more than players that team lacked heart yeah that team lacked fight that team lacked pride not only did they get their asses kicked, but they had it by the freaking Cowboys. If you can't get amped for that game, if you can't go out and put everything 120% into that game, then what are you doing? What what you don't you don't need to be on the field. If you can't I was just so frustrated because the team as a whole it it just I don't see the same energy that we had when we won the Super Bowl. When Nick Foles was I don't even see the same energy that we had last season. And that season wasn't a great season by my standard. 
I was beyond disappointed. I was embarrassed. It's it's Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz. It's it, that's the leadership it comes let me, down let, to. Let me finish. Yeah, it's not a football issue. It's a culture issue, and it is within that locker room. And I tried to stuff it aside for long enough. This will a, a leak here and there. I could shove it aside, but at this point, it's coming to a head. Yeah, and it's it's blowing up in everyone's face. Doug Peterson. Howie Roseman, Carson Wentz, Malcolm Jenkins, Lane Johnson. Y'all are the leaders in this locker room. And right now I see a bad attitude across the board. And attitude reflects leadership. You Mm -hmm. think your Eagles are still going to make the playoffs? At this point, I can't tell you because it it was similar to last season. We started off terribly and then we had one week where we got absolutely obliterated by the Saints. But we were able to rebound. But... At least at that point, we still had a culture. We still had a winning culture. I was confident in the players. At this point, I'm looking at the team like this is not a cohesive unit. This is a bunch of individuals who are thinking independently and they're not thinking like a team. We don't, we're not on the same page at all. It's it's so frustrating to watch as a fan. There's I'm like freaking shaking right now because I'm just so mad at the fact that my team that's just two years removed from a Super Bowl run has completely and entirely falling apart I mean it's not a lot of teams do go through that though That's once true. once they win a Super Bowl uh, they have that uh, what do they call it like a hang, Super Bowl Super hangover, hangover. I, yeah. it's not even that but teams have a certain yeah, competitive yeah, yeah. window and, yeah. you know ultimately that window and y'all did capitalize but it, you brought up Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz and for the longest time I was the biggest advocate of Wentz and I still am to this no, day I, still, I will always be the biggest yeah. advocate of Wentz but at a certain point, you have to acknowledge the fact that they do not play as hard when Wentz when, is in when, the game. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it was because Foles was inspiring as a player. I don't know if they feel like Wentz can make the plays for them. I don't know if they feel like they just don't respect Wentz as much. I, but whatever it is, it needs to be fixed. I don't. I, I just think it's, it's more like we, we have to play harder for this dude and we actually have to come through and, and do our jobs. And this, oh, since you got the big money, since you're this and whatever, you go do it. And that that's why I feel like the offensive line that's doesn't help terrible, them. I'm like at the point right now where I almost want to strip the team aside from the core players. Yeah. Like aside from Wentz, aside from, you know, our, our young draft picks, aside from the guys that we know we – Fletcher Cox, I almost want to strip the team down because it's like if we have so many people coming out against Wentz, obviously we don't have because I tell you what, Wentz is not the problem. He's not, not about. He's a great player. He's a great mm-hmm. player. He's the fourth pro, pro football focused fourth rated quarterback right now. He's not the problem. Granted, he's not part of the solution. Mm-hmm. But he's not part of the problem. You're just saying from a talent yeah. standpoint. From a talent standpoint, he's not the problem at all. From a locker room mentality standpoint I I agree with you in the sense they need to strip down this team and build the team with people who who don't mind of the type of player the type of person Carson Wentz is because right now yeah go ahead they just the the Eagles are not a good team and and Carson Wentz is a good player and he's signed to a long big deal that yeah and and you're thinking you're Doug Peterson you're thinking, what do what do I do? My teammates, my my players don't like my my star quarterback. Yeah. And look throughout the history of the NFL, quarterbacks are leaders. Quarterbacks are president presidents. They're, yeah. they're yeah. Qu- quarterbacks are figures. They have to be someone the team can rally around. Mm-hmm. And it's very concerning that Carson wins is apparently not that guy for this group of people. I, I don't, yeah, and it's because it's this group of people because this group of people won a Super Bowl with no, Nick Foles. exactly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. It, because Carson Wentz in himself, when I watch him play, he's just such an inspiring player to watch. He does things that I don't see other quarterbacks do. He freaking tore an ACL trying to score a touchdown on a two-yard run that would have meant nothing. He's an inspiring player. I, I, he had a couple plays this season where it seemed like he's just trying to put the team on his back, and he wants it so badly. So I don't understand why the team can't respect him, it, but it's because this group of players exactly. aren't seeing the results that they saw with Nick Foles. Exactly. And, Is it and even when, the results? No, no, yes. It's yes, the results yes, because, you know, we're, they're not winning games, no, and they won games with and Nick Foles. I, I just want to say that when, when you're in a locker room, um, and it's especially team oriented like like the NFL is when you're in a team locker room and you see management reward the guy who didn't get you to the promised land and it's that spectacle and you see them trade away the guy who who like got you to the promised land and obviously helped you win that ring it's like 
then what the hell? You're not even paying the guy who's supposed to be paid. So why the hell am I playing for you? It, it's it's that attitude that's disseminating within the locker room, and it's it's not that I agree with it because obviously you do keep Carson Wentz, but I understand it. I understand that. No, on the flip side, Dak Prescott, maybe he's the thirteenth best quarterback in the league, but middle of the put yeah. put him in top five for leader. This guy article came out this week in the bye week um they tried to give him days off he doesn't take them he's there every single day trying to get better just a part of the team I'm, he's he's the guy that players want to see, play for it's I'm not hard say because that, carson wentz seems like that he's that type dude, of bad dude but too. it's like if there was a quarterback that they won the super bowl with in in dallas like say tony romo went and they won a super bowl and then they ended up bypassing Tony Romo in favor of Dak Prescott and they weren't getting the same results everybody be like why we should have kept Tony Romo yeah. and I feared this in the back of my mind because I knew the talent was always there with Wentz but when we let Foles go I always feared and I mean there's literally a freaking statue outside of the stadium Lincoln Financial Field yeah. of Nick Foles and you want Philly Carson. Philly exactly exactly it, and it, that's it, part of the problem that, too it's and I mean the, and there was an argument that I, I again I didn't agree with like pay Nick Foles less than what you would pay Carson Wentz and then add to the pieces around to help supplement the team because that was a they, Super Bowl they, team. Yeah, they yeah. believed in Nick Foles and obviously you won a Super Bowl. Um obviously I think you you keep Carson Wentz, but the team you could tell would have preferred that route. I'm not I'm not sure if they did at the time they did it, but now that the results aren't there, now they would have. Yeah, the players, it's almost I like mean, they're they're confirming something that they'd already yeah. kind of had in their head. It's like, okay, now that we're losing games, we should have kept the other guy. Yeah. And and one thing that I will say, I, I thought like the that. solution was just getting Foles out of there. Now it's Wentz's team. But they have to get the Foles guys out of there. Mm-hmm. And now I, I now I'm starting to see that this has to be Wentz's team, and it won't be Wentz's team until the guys who won the Super Bowl with Foles are out of there. The team, the Eagles already have an interesting dynamic because they have a youthful quarterback on a mostly veteran team. And sure. that in itself is not something you commonly see. Usually you see a young quarterback along with young supplement players that they that grow together. And so t- to your point, you know, it's not... It's not surprising to hear these things about the locker room dynamic, especially if there's veteran players that won with a veteran quarterback and now there's this youthful quarterback and who knows, maybe, you know, he's not he's not been in the league long enough. He doesn't know the in and outs. And, you know, there, there just might be some qualms there. It's not I agree surprising. with that. That's you don't often see a young quarterback with with veteran players um, like proven veteran players. Especially. I don't think you guys have a chance at making the playoffs. There's Not unless so many, something changes. So many teams. Quickly. I mean, the only chance you guys have is winning the division, and that. I mean, the Cowboys have to give it to you now. The, um, the upcoming games for the Eagles, they play Buffalo, mm-hmm. Chicago. You got Patriots, Patriots on the schedule. You got the Seahawks, Seahawks. on the schedule. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, you got Miami on there too, and Dallas I mean, after, if they beat Dallas. The thing is, last the, week. the Eagles have to come out of the stretch it, somewhat it's, reasonable. It's it, eerily similar to last season because we had a fairly easy schedule in the beginning that we completely fumbled. And then kind of after the Saints game, the Saints blowout, we kind of flipped it and beat a bunch of teams that I thought we shouldn't have beaten. Kind of like the we beat the Rams within that stretch. We beat some pretty good teams, and we ended up sneaking into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think they can make the playoffs. But with that said, a lot of that was done with Foles because Wentz had gotten True. injured again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that there's a positive to say that thus far Wentz has not had injury issues, which is was, was my primary concern heading into the season. But now I see that the primary concern should be those guys don't respect Carson Wentz the way they respected Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's what's got to okay. change. Uh, flip side to the Cowboys, how much do um, uh, Julio and Michelle, how much do you think the Cowboys um, – the, the Cowboys play in this game, the, the Eagles game, was a product of them getting up for the game. And how much do you worry about a letdown going forward? I'm because, not, because even then, the Cowboys only have a one-game lead over the Eagles in the standings. I'm not worried about a letdown. That three weeks was a letdown. That was that was the letdown of the season. As Dak said, they were sniffing themselves a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Cowboys, I don't think they're going to win out. I don't think they're I don't think they're necessarily one of the top few teams in the NFC. But this this core group of players should be getting deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you, we still as as the Cowboys. So long as you have Jason Garrett, there's no way to win a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> You're already calling it now. <laughs> no, there's just so much evidence of of Jason Garrett being a poor game manager from the sideline. My and man what don't I, even speak. He just spectates. That's it. That's Jason Garrett right there. <laughs> he job guys. What, what he High does five. have, he's a good head coach in the sense where I think he allows his other coaches to coach his yeah, players. And true. right now the staff to, the yeah. staff and he allows Jerry to do what Jerry wants. And and the staff he on the Cowboys is, is a decent decent looking staff. You have John Kitna as a quarterback coach, veteran mind. Kellen Moore is the one, young the young guy. One thing you can't take away from the Cowboys is their ability to draft. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. They definitely yeah. recognize That's, talent. Um but yeah with the Eagles, the Vikings the the Lions, the Bills, the Patriots, the Bears, the Rams. I mean, they. It's not such an easy schedule moving forward. So, I mean, all it takes for the Eagles uh, to be on a run, to get on a run, and for the Cowboys to lose some of these games. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to take some of our week. guys coming back. Eagles we, just don't have it. We definitely need Deshaun back, but it's it's bigger than football at this point. Yeah, it, the, it, it's the culture. The problems on the Eagles are not. Happening on the football field. They're, I mean, they are. They but are. It's a reflection of what's going on in the locker yeah. room. That's what I think. I don't think we're lacking any talent. It's it's what's obviously uh, you know festering in the locker room mm-hmm. is spilling out onto the field. Mm-hmm. A guy like 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 Nelson Aguilar sees a ball. Oh, I couldn't track it. Oh, I couldn't get there. Die for that, man. I'm. I watched <laughs> the game. I'm like, you kidding me? Man, dude, it's it's so frustrating to watch. And you had the whole thing with Orlando Skandrick went on Skip and Shannon, and he was talking all that BS about mm-hmm. you know this, that, and the other. And he he didn't even go so far as to attack Carson Wentz's leadership, but you know he did address Malcolm Jenkins, which was kind of weird to me because yeah. you know there's literally video evidence of him saying the opposite thing to Malcolm Jenkins after a play. Mm-hmm. He's like, "This is why you're the captain, man, from start to finish. You 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 play with a certain energy about you on the field." But he goes on Skip and Shannon. I think he had an agenda when he went on that show because he is apparently done with his career. He mm. wants to get into broadcast journalism. So I think he went on there to make news and make waves and get, you know, somewhat Perhaps. of like to get his voice out there. That's just weird because Skandrick's only been on the team for what, two, three weeks? Exactly. Like, what what can you possibly understand about that team that, you know, and it's, 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 yeah, he went on there with an agenda, in my opinion. But, I mean, Shoot, Jerry Jones might have hired him to go to the Eagles. <laughs> Jerry Jones might be sliding him a five mil under the table right now. Orlando but. Skandrick really, he made me mad for so many years. Just, I remember Pat, holding P.I. P.I. number 32 P.I. defense. Yeah. Oh. Is it worth it now? <laughs> no. And, and it's kind of funny. Did you... Did you guys see that video, Orlando? You know how each player like introduces themselves at the beginning of games, like mm-hmm. Orlando Skagger, University of whatever. Um, when he came on, Tavon Austin scored. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's like, really? damn, like their secondary that just sheds light on their secondary. I mean, our secondary, we we knew it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but he, even the pass rush, man, they, they they're not coming with the same amount of fight and drive that they used to. And I, that's that's. Cowboys had both their tackles back, and they're still a dominant offensive Even from line. Even game, from games prior, though. Like, it, it, our whole defense is predicated on we're going to rush the passer so quickly that he won't have time to expose our DBs. But if you can sit back there for five seconds, our DBs are going to get destroyed. We knew that going into the year, and, you know, the pass rush has just been failing. The whole team has been failing. All right, is that yeah enough yeah, on Cowboys yeah. Eagles? You guys aired out all your grievances. If we had done this like Monday or something, it would have been a completely different conversation. <laughs> I saw I saw Reagan in class, and I tried to look at him after the game, and no. and he wouldn't make eye contact with no. me. Yeah, that's it's just I saw a two hour long class. I, I saw Reagan earlier in the week too. We He's sit like, next to each other. Want, I'm not talking to you. I was like, okay. Fandom <laughs> runs deep. <laughs> so perhaps the biggest story to come out of last Sunday, just league wide, is Mahomes dislocating his kneecap, mm-hmm. going for a QB sneak. Um, it seemed like it might be really serious, like um, season ending, but it seems like at this point yeah. he might be good to go. There were reports like he'll be out three weeks, then another report he'll be out six to eight months. It was so yeah. all over it the was map. Really so, I mean, also. It, 
it, this speaks to kind of this culture of trying to be the first exactly. and, and speculation. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not sure why fans actually, no, I do understand why fans want to know like the extent of the, the injuries and, and the severity as fast as possible. But the truth is it's not going to matter. And especially in football where each game is week, week to week, mm-hmm. you have that, you have that um, amount of time to assess an injury and get all the MRIs go. and all those tests done to, and to get a good result. So there were, there, there was footage of him practicing on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and they actually didn't mandate that he practice, but he practiced nonetheless. What are you talking about? Like going back to like that once conversation about leadership and, you know, every other player outside the quarterback plays when they're hurt. Everybody's hurt at this point in the season, but plays nonetheless. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they would have let him slide kneecap. with a dislocated does, kneecap. Does he... But I mean, he can, I, I he know can still go at. out there. I know what you're getting. But at. is it smart to put him out there? Do you Very protect sm- no. him from himself. You no. gotta protect him. He's your he's your franchise, and he's the way that he throws the ball off of so many different platforms. His knee is oftentimes exposed, and you just don't you don't want to put him out there destined to get re-injured. Yeah. And that's that's sort of what happened with KD in the finals. Yeah, because um, the, the Warriors didn't mm, care about KD. That was a NBA very parallel, different, right? but, the, the but thing, you got to keep him safe. Honestly, I feel like the injury might not be as serious as we initially just thought it was because it, it, even, even the coach, Andy Reid, said he was impressed with what he was able to do, and he, they were almost debating putting him out there Sunday, but he wasn't ready for that. But yeah. I, I think he'll be ready within the next two, three weeks. Yeah. I, it just might not have been that serious. You can look great in practice, That's especially off a, off a dislocated kneecap. But what happens the Folks first time he you. hits the ground yeah. and yeah. and lands on that knee? And he he That's goes out hurt. of the pocket a lot. He does. Yeah, so. He's and he could get grabbed by the leg. The way he plays, you don't want him. So mm-hmm. hypothetically, if Mahomes has to be out for an extended period of time because they do want to take a safe a safe approach, they not beating the Packers. Why are they sticking with Matt Moore? Because he's a he's a veteran like backup QB, but that team runs on the offense, which runs on Patrick Mahomes, and that's what but I'm saying. Can't. They're they're gonna lose. Like their defense is terrible. They're gonna lose to the Packers if uh, Patty Mahomes doesn't play, which and might even lose to the Vikings. So do you put him out there to essentially I, you don't save put him the out season? there? But you know, there, there's a quarterback out there. He's he's mobile, like calling cap. Cabin. Dang it, man! I wanted to lead into it. Gosh. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, I'm he's just mobile. tired of he teams not getting him. He's like, it literally makes perfect sense, especially if you're in a position to where I'm, you're a contender and your season you might screw up your season by missing the playoffs. If Mahomes has to be out for an extended period of time, you have to make that move. You don't I'm, just stick with Matt Moore. What's I'm, Matt Moore gonna do? I'm you can't tired. you can't teach a guy who's been out of the game. You don't. He's been out of the game for so long at this point, and you need him now. Patrick Mahomes is coming back probably in three or four weeks, mm-hmm. maybe less. You you would have to teach. It's too late for that. Okay, but okay. Reagan Reagan's point, which which I I, I want to supplement here, is okay. You know that Colin Kaepernick is probably better than Matt Moore at the beginning of the season. Why not? You know, if something even like this happens, even if you want to bring him in. To work him out at the very least. Now say he does a good workout, but he doesn't know the offense quick enough. Bring him in the building. Let him learn it. Even if Matt Moore has to start for a game, allow him as Kaepernick's a smart dude. He can absorb that, that playbook within a week and a half. There's so many damn teams in the NFL that would greatly benefit if there was, from Have y'all ever been to Missouri? Kaepernick. What? No, I have not. Wait, I might have. My godfather's from Missouri. It. Missouri would not like Colin Kaepernick. Oh, I mean, of course. A white, yeah. Oh, Kansas City. Wait. What? Yeah, Kansas City is in Missouri. What? Yeah, it's on the border. It's on the border <laughs> between Kansas and Missouri, but it's technically in Missouri. The, I thought it was in Kansas. I serious? feel like it's it's sometimes hard to understand where the NFL is coming from on this Colin Ka- Kaepernick issue, where he obviously should be playing in the NFL. I mm-hmm. don't get me. There's no. Don't get doubt. confused. He should be. He's a talented guy, but. With, from the NFL's perspective as a business, he's bad for business because the majority of Americans out there are not the majority of NFL fans. Let's, let's put that there. But if you're well, into wins, I think I'm into the, wins. I think the beautiful thing about sports is a lot of times when you win, that stuff gets blown under the table. And what Kaepernick, yeah, what happened at the exactly. time when Kaepernick started taking a knee, the 49ers weren't winning. If he was playing at an MVP level like he was before, it might have been a different issue. But I feel like if he were to come into Kansas City and start winning ball games, 
I think people would start letting that stuff slide a little bit more than they did in the past. Uh, I'm. We can spend a without, whole show I mean, yeah, with without, without, yeah, without yeah, calling Kevin without getting into a whole different conversation. It's hard for me to put my faith in the NFL as a corporation and America at large to get past sure. that. They're money just, making. It's just business. what it is. Last word. I I just felt like if any situation would have been perfect for Kaepernick to return, this would have been it. If Cap or if Mahomes had to be out for an extended period of time, that, yeah, I just sense. thought that would have been the ideal situation. I'm not counting Kansas City out of these next few games. I think they're a really talented team with a lot of experience. Mm. And and they have the weapons like yeah. like Travis Kelsey is exactly what Matt Moore needs. Their defense is just trash though. Yeah. And then like what running game does Kansas City really have? Because it hasn't been. We'll we'll effective. see. Andy Reid's a great offensive minded coach, and has been in the business for a long time. And Patrick Mahomes is an insanely talented quarterback, but I think that their offense, he wouldn't put up these numbers without the offense around him. Yeah. And, and I, I think mean, the offense is still set up for success. When we look at Reed's best years, though, he's always had Mike Vick. these talented quarterback, yeah. whether Mike it was uh, McNabb or Vic, and then his worst years when he had Cobb and, you know, some subpar quarterbacks, that's when, you know, things kind of fell off the wheels a little bit. So uh, moving into another discussion, like the MVP discussion, which, uh, Mahomes Mahomes being out. which a lot of people had Mahomes in before he got hurt. So... Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. I don't think he was. Maybe he was near the top, but just, he wasn't at the top for me. You had Russell at the top. I had uh, Deshaun. Uh, uh, you had Deshaun Watson. Mm, yeah, really? interesting. That's I think that's interesting. I think the and MVP Wilson. race is completely wide open right now. If I agree, if the Aaron Panthers, Rogers, if the Panthers yeah. go. 12 and 4, 11 and 5. Christian McCaffrey's got stealing my stuff. No, no, there's a bunch of names to to your credit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. uh, Like, there's just. Don't get me started. Aaron Rodgers had six touchdowns in one game against the Raiders. And the previous four games, how many touchdowns do you have? Five. I don't know. He's he's still leading his team. Yeah. I mean, what what are they? What are they? Six and one. Six Six and one. one. Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm not a fan of Aaron Rodgers. That's that's a personal bias. Yeah, I mean, well, personal bias is it's hard to do because Dez didn't catch it? Question mark. He did, bro. <laughs> nah, you can't. We nah, won't nah, get nah, into nah. that. I nah, just know that's nah, why y'all nah. don't like him. By yeah. by today's rules, he did catch it, but by that point's rules, he didn't. Um, <laughs> Julio's head is in his shirt. He appears to be crying. He, I, mean, he did. I I punched the wall when. When the stupid, whatever, when the refs called a rule. So I mean, like, I mean, what what other names do you guys put up there? I know you guys, uh, you mentioned McCaffrey. I mean, Deshaun Watson came out of nowhere. I don't know if you uh, Russell Wilson. Want to explain Deshaun Watson? Because I have an that, MVP an for you. One. All right, okay, Reagan, go ahead. It's eleven dudes. It's called the Patriots defense. Yeah, <laughs> just give it to yeah. all of them, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point, they're like people are talking about them like they're a singular player. Like I, I saw after the Patriots won, it was. Uh, it was Sonny Michelle and Patriots defense and special teams leads the Patriots uh, to a win. Yeah. I was like, bro, they're like their own entity. Did you guys see that stat that the Patriots would be 3-3-1 three, three, and one if their offense never stepped on the field this season? Wow. Really? <laughs> that, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> they still haven't played anyone for me to be a true, true believer yet, but I can't deny the dominance. At this no. Point. And, and, they're dominating. Uh, and another thing for the, I'm sorry, another thing for the Patriots is that I'm sorry, but Tom Brady gets or the Patriots get a lot of damn breaks. Like if Pat if Patrick Mahomes keeps getting like or isn't his full self, that's one. You know, being in that sucky division, that's two. Andrew Luck, you know, getting or retiring, that's three. They all I feel like they always seem to get breaks and This uh, isn't the Patriots getting breaks, so that's just how life goes in the NFL and it, it just happens to all be in the NF- AFC right now. <laughs> But it's a 20-year lucky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, when you think about the Patriots' defense, it's it's easy, Reagan, to think they haven't played anyone of substantial offensive talent. Mm-hmm. But rethinking that they're competing with stats that a team in the 80s put up right now in the modern-day NFL where passing is the name of the game and teams are putting up 50 points like the, like the Chiefs, like... The fact that they're holding teams to an average pretty much less than seven points a game is outstanding and no doubt. No truly, doubt. truly unbelievable. And I doubt that unless Bill Belichick does it again, I doubt any other team 
in the modern day will be able to compete with stats from the 85 Bears. I mean, they got quarterbacks seeing ghosts, bro. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Well, uh, and going back to your Watson question, he's he's fav- he's the third favorite to win uh, by Vegas odds to, to win the MVP, and he's the only player to receive uh, offense slash defensive player of the week awards. I don't know. That's what that means that's that's Deshaun Watson's definitely not winning. Yeah, no, I, I know, but I it mean, says it's, that um, right here. It's just it's just it feels like the Texans have to be a uh, better. They're team. gonna win the here's, division. Here's a name for y'all, Lamar Jackson. He's fourth. Oh, I yeah. like it. He's fourth. Best. He was. He was. I like it. Hey, it's it's After so Seahawks fun watching game. him play. He's he's. I'm so glad that he's kind of knocking the stigma of a running quarterback because he's showing that a you can protect yourself, b mm. you can produce. You know, my, more or less, more or less. He can he can still have room to improve there, but he's not you know out here getting injured every game, and uh, he lit he, the Seahawks up. He's li- he's lighting teams up because yeah. he's showing that you can be a quarterback who might not have the best arm, but darn it, I can run around your whole defense mm. and we can still produce points that way and mm. we can win that way. Yeah. A Lamar Jackson eight-yard run is equivalent to a Zeke Elliott four-yard run at this point in time. Really? Like, the frequency that oh, happens. Fre- okay, yeah. I'm saying every time Zeke runs, feels like it's a four-yard gain. Mm-hmm. Every time Lamar Jackson runs, it seems just like an easy chunk of eight yeah. yards. And I also feel like it, it it inspires the team to a certain extent. Like, seeing him dodge Tyron, Tyron Matthew. does inspire the Eagles. And then he, like, did that, like that. that dope spin move into the end zone. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about inspiring? teams up, too. That dude mic'd up on the sideline. Let's go for it, coach. Yeah. Let's go yeah. for it. That's exactly fourth and Fourth and uh, fourth and two. Fourth and yeah. two, and he goes and scores a touchdown. And and then just being the type of team they are, the physical team. The Ravens, I'm going to go ahead and say second best team in the AFC. Mm. Hmm. With Mahomes out and even even with Mahomes in. I even agree. with Mahomes well, in, they lost those two actually, games. I don't agree. I'm, I'll put them at third. That's a hot take. Yeah. I'll put I'm them at sure third. Than the I, think the Ravens, I put the uh, Texans at two. Texans wow. at two. Mm. Really yeah. high in the Texans. I mean, uh, the Ravens showed Doesn't a lot. Doesn't even matter, of, though. <laughs> Bro, New England defense special teams, that's going to stop anything. Although, it's it'd be very interesting to see Lamar Jackson go against that defense. We're going to see it come week nine. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's be but like the Patriots, like if Belichick gets a set, like a preview game, like a practice game, and they play him in the playoffs, it's going to be true. Over. That's true. Yeah, the Patriots over. get... To play the Texans, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. Here's what you do if you're hardball. You're like Lamar. Pass don't the run. Ball. Do not run one time. If we lose, we lose. Don't yeah, run yeah. one time. Yeah. But um, the only knock I had on the on Lamar up to this point, um, he hits his head too much when he's when he gets <laughs> when he, he does a good play. He just starts slamming on his helmet. I'm like, dude, you're gonna give yourself a concussion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he's probably my favorite non-Eagles player in the NFL at the, at this point. Yeah, Lamar. So op- fun to watch. Lamar opened up a ton of eyes. I think in that Seahawks game. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to some NFL trades. Um, I'm I'm gonna list off a bunch of the most notable ones, and then I'll let you guys pick the one you think is the most impactful. Okay. So um, Jalen Ramsey to the Rams, a big one for a 2021st and a 2021 first and fourth round pick, and um, in return, not in return, but the Rams traded away Marcus Peters to the Ravens for linebacker Kenny Young and a. I think it's still undisclosed pick. They haven't sent info on it. The Patriots traded for Mohamed Sanu and gave up a second rounder to Atlanta. Back the Niners, the, <laughs> the Niners <laughs> got a wide receiver, got extra wide receiver depth by getting Emmanuel Sanders from um, the the Broncos. They traded away their 2023 and fourth round picks, and the Raiders Big. traded away another former first rounder, Gary and Conley, to Houston. We going to talk about the trade that happened two days ago. Oh Michael, yeah, Michael or, Bennett yeah. uh, from the Patriots to the. Uh, Cowboys, Cowboys for a seven, for a seven, in a conditional. That's, a, that's, that's, that's classic Bill you, Belichick saying, like, "Screw you." Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, but for he also wasn't going to fit within that culture but, anyway. Yeah. Michael but also, Bennett was just not going to. But also for the Cowboys, that's like a low, very low a risk, high reward yeah, I mean, type seven, thing. He he led the Eagles last season in, in sacks, I believe. So yeah, that, that's a utter steal. And now we have a guy who 
basically knows our defense on the team that really just held us to what ten points. So, yeah, it's it's it might get ugly. So my, I mean, I guess my favorite trade, or actually least favorite trade, because I hate the Patriots. But you know, I, I in my opinion, one of the best trades was Mohamed Sanu. Really? Uh, <laughs> just because Josh Gordon is out for the season, and once he's healthy, they'll probably cut him, like they said, and so he's gonna fill into that role. And Mohamed Sanu being like a six two two fifteen. Uh, receiver. He's a big receiver with a very, very good catch radius. I I don't know if you guys uh, like follow him on Instagram, but like his hands are pretty oh, insane. Yeah. They've shown videos. Yeah. So having him as a obviously, I don't think he, he's the the threat that Josh Gordon is or can well, be. Well, Josh Gordon wasn't playing all that great. Yeah. I mean, Mohamed Sanu is just like a very, very, very solid receiver mm-hmm. who has no problems. Like in my opinion. Uh, to fit into that like culture because he's been behind Julio Jones. He was behind AJ Green. So he he doesn't feel the need to be like I need to be the number one receiver. And for like third down plays, like they're gonna use him uh since they miss Gronk and um I think he'll be very, very useful for yeah, them. He, he's uh, definitely a yeah. big body that they kinda like. Yeah. The, vers- the versatility is really interesting for, of Sanu. It seems like he, he's always been like a versatile receiver. Oh yeah, he plays the, on the outside or yeah, and the and the Patriots really yeah. like that. A second round pick is a kind of a high price, but you know, it's the, whatever, the yeah. Patriots can do what the Patriots. Yeah, it's whatever. It's it's a second round pick, but it's the last second round pick yeah. in the in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Bill Belichick has figured out. Obviously, he's figured out the NFL, but he's figured out that if you want to trade some guy, don't give up two or three picks. Just mm-hmm. give up one pick. Figure mm-hmm. out what they want for just one pick. Talk about Jalen Ramsey. That's what NFL draft picks are. They're opportunities. Yeah. Like great players come out of the fourth round. Great players come out of the fifth round. And if you're giving up three of those late round picks, that's three opportunities of a steal. To, mm-hmm. Especially so I think, given the fact that Bill Belichick has this down to a science. He yeah. knows exactly what profile, what size, what strength, what speed of guys he needs in his locker room to perform at the positions he needs them to perform at. And you wonder, he's like, I don't need that second round pick. I can go in the sixth and get the same dude, and he's going to do the exact same thing. Like he, He'll be all right. Yeah, and you wonder when, when Nikhil Harry, their first round pick, comes back. Bill Belichick, oh, Belichick has never picked a wide receiver in mm. the first round. That's interesting. He, I forgot about him. He hasn't had the best talent for drafting receivers out of college. Um, it's his flaw, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm interested to see how this works out. If he finally, um, finally tacks down, yeah. Here. So, what do you guys yeah. think about the Jalen Ramsey trade? I don't really think, I think that'll I think fix a lot. Most, of... I think it's the most impactful trade of really? the, the recent ones because of the two first round picks that you have going to Jacksonville. Mm. Like, I don't think it's so about. It's not, it's not about. Rams. No, it's impactful okay. for Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Two first round picks. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And. Yeah. I, I don't think the Rams are going to be giving them top 10 picks, no. but I think it'll be the, the 15 it, to 25. It do, and round. it doesn't matter because in the NFL draft, like a second round pick is still a very, very high pick yeah. considering the amount of rounds. Um, but Plus like Jalen Ramsey isn't an offensive lineman. He's not going to fix those problems. He's not a running back. Their issues right now running start back. and stop at the running back position and because O-line, Todd yeah. Gurley is not healthy and he yeah. probably won't be healthy for Ever the rest again. of his career. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks to say, but you know, you're kind of, you know, I think I was telling somebody the other day, you're putting a cast on your wrist when you broke your leg. Like, you, you, it's not. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah not, exactly. You're, you're, exactly. You're, exactly. Although yeah. fixing anything. I think it's interesting because they traded away Marcus Peters, who's a better um, cornerback in zone defense, I think. Well, he a takes a lot of chances. He does take a lot of chances, but I feel like Marcus Peters is more comfortable in a zone. Because like, like Jalen Ramsey but, has the versatility he, to kind of exist within any defense. True. And Marcus Peters has kind of been dropping off as yeah yeah it, it, i mean i feel like Jalen ramsey is an upgrade if is he an upgrade worth two first round picks no no, no. no. but they the rams are not definitely not gun shy about going for it they're yeah. just accumulating as much talent as possible to me in this most impactful trade i had emmanuel sanders to the 49ers mm-hmm. I was thinking that too this is this is a team that's already undefeated and their strength is clearly their defense but they have garoppolo at quarterback who's you know he's had his moments yeah here and there um but really 
their only threat was their running back committee and then George Kittle. And George, yeah. mm-hmm. So what Dema- Emmanuel Sanders does, he, he adds another dimension of, to that offense, you know, whether it's, you know, working the deep middle or working the deep outside, he adds somewhat of a, you know, deep presence that they didn't the have. Status. He's already the most accomplished receiver they have. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I yeah. thought that would be Dante Pettis for them this year, but, you know, that that just never, or, I mean, you know, even I thought Marquise Goodwin might return to his form that he had two years ago and stretch the field, but... It doesn't seem like he has it anymore. Yeah, so I, I think this is a move that, you know, was necessary for them. It, it didn't cost too much. And I think that, you know, down the line come playoff season, it, it could be, you know, paying dividends. For yeah, them. and essentially they only really gave up a third-round pick because the Niners got back a fifth-round pick and traded away their fourth, which, you know, where the teams end up between the Broncos and the Niners is going to be similar anyways. Right. So, yeah, that's a good pickup. Um, for me, I actually... I didn't think any trade was really particularly noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, Jalen Ramsey was a big addition. Well, he, he was a notable addition just because it's Jalen Ramsey. But um, n- none of the trades really drastically change any outlook for any team, I think. Like, I don't think any trade... I don't think the Sanu changes traje- yeah. changes like, stuff, but nothing, it just supplements the Patriots. Nothing this year is going to be... I think they needed it. Yeah. Yeah, nothing this year is going to be Amari Cooper to Dallas-like yeah. you know, that was, along those lines. That was the most impactful trade, I think, in, re- in recent memory. And everyone bashed him for it at the time, but look what it's doing now. Yeah. And that's... I hate to keep bringing it back to the Eagles, but that's why I'm looking at my GM right now, like, pull the... Tr- I saw three very good corners get moved and you didn't pull the trigger on any of them. I saw Marcus Peters, I saw Jalen Ramsey, and I saw Gary on Conley. Mm-hmm. And with as much as much as we're struggling at the defensive back position right now, you don't have the, you know, balls to pull the trigger on any of those deals, especially at the value that they got. I might not have done the Ramsey deal, but the the Marcus Peters deal, they just basically gave him away. Mm-hmm. Same with Gary on Conley. I feel like that that's a steal for somebody of that talent, a first round talent. They got him for a third round pick. The um, four days until the deadline, saying Melvin Gordon on the yeah, yeah. I, mean, block, I expect him to too. get moved. I yeah. expect him to get moved with the way that the Chargers season is going. That was a complete and utter failure of a yeah. holdout, and he admitted to that. Yeah. And it, you know, it's hard to hold out when the guy behind you is. Arguably every bit is good, possibly better. So, yeah, that that probably wasn't the best decision on his part. Eckler fits into the Chargers' offense a lot more and is able to be used in so many different ways. And when I'm watching Gordon play, he's... He's a downhill running back mm-hmm. for the most part. He's got he's got quickness and and he can cut it, but he's he's a downhill running back, and that team is centered around Philip Rivers yeah. and mm-hmm. their weapons on the outside. And Eckler is a perfect supplement um, for that exactly. for that team. And, and Gordon's a workhorse, so he yeah he just doesn't fit. Yeah, what honestly, team, what team do we see trying to get Lions? Lions? Yeah, if they have anything left to give, the Los Angeles Rams. I think that yeah. that's exactly that could turn what they their need. season around. That could that's what they need is a workhorse running back who's capable of going start to finish. But you and can't. It's kind of a, a worthless trade for them. They don't have any way to do it now. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They have, they yeah, they have no way because yeah. they don't have two first round picks. But that would nor be the they move the that they need to make. Sign. In my eyes, yeah. I'm also seeing Vic Beasley and Leonard Williams. Leonard, I saw, I saw Trent Williams. I think the Redskins also. Trent Williams and oh, Vic. that the Browns are definitely going to trade for a left tackle at some point. They're struggling. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's going to be uh, Nate Solder from the from from the Giants or Halapulu Vidi Vitae from the Eagles or Trent nice Boyd work with that pronunciation. <laughs> oh, that believe me, Halapulu Vidi. I I've been working. I was in class, you know, you know, by myself. <laughs> but you know, got got it right. I I mean, uh, I think the Rams actually got a Browns lineman that uh, he 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 wasn't even playing, but like Austin Corvette, like that 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 might turn out interesting. There's some stuff. Um, not very notable trades, but who knows? They might turn out to be impactful. Right? Yeah. Cam Newton. Mm. Nah, nah. I don't yet. think they're ready to do it. Yet. Yet. What yet. about what about after Sunday when the Panthers beat the 49ers? No, nah, they wouldn't be that reaction. Uh, yeah, I think I, that's too fast. Because I feel like their fear would be the second they trade Cam, Kyle Allen just starts looking terrible, and then and you know now you're just stuck with no franchise yeah, quarterback yeah. Yeah, on a guy that you spent the number. I think they need to see a full season of Allen before they really and I do, do that in the off season if oh. necessary. Yeah, I really don't, and I think 
what's happened is that our standards have shifted so much of what you expect from your own quarterback with the Sean Watson and Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. that this 9-0 inter- touchdown interception ratio we're like all right cool Kyle Allen that's no, kind of cool I'm, I'm with that you know remember at the beginning of the season what I say hashtag game managers matter you know these these guys they can still you can succeed. Yeah. You can succeed in the NFL with a game manager as a quarterback, especially when the pressure's off. I don't yeah. know if he's a game manager though. He's not. He's not going to put up fifty touchdowns, but he could put up thirty. Not this year, mm. but in the future. I, I see. Yeah. I see from him is smart decision making and accurate throws. Yeah, and, and that, that only he's only going to get better. I mean, that's again, this goes back to the discussion I always bring up that young quarterbacks need. Insanely good running backs that help them succeed. Great when you defense. have and when you have Christian McCaffrey, dump it off right there. When you have Zeke for Dak to dump it off right there. When you have Saquon for Daniel Jones. Like it helps tremendously. Mm-hmm. So you need you need to see more from from Kyle. In my All right, let's run down this week's games. Let's All do right, it. we're right in the middle of the NFL season. It's week eight already. This passes by quickly. Yeah, um, so our sad. first game: Seattle, uh, Seattle and Atlanta. That's Seattle. Who do you got? Easy. Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. I think Seattle across the board. Atlanta Seattle. just seems like they're they're trying to sell the team off at this point. Right? <laughs> Arthur Blank's like I'm done, man. Julio, you got Seattle? Too? Yeah, I got All Seattle. Right. Yeah. Uh next game, Chargers Bears. <sighs> the Chargers wow. gotta win at some point, but they're at they're at uh Chicago. Yeah, they're, they're at Chicago. So it's starting to get cold too, and they're in yeah. Los Angeles and they yeah. practice in the heat. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. Especially the Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, oh, safe. Like Mitchell Trubisky, like last week, he that looked awful. Uh, But the Bears just—I don't know how to feel about the passion with which the Bears crowd was booing was admirable. They (laughs) were—they were just like put Chase Daniel in. That's what the Bears crowd was. They were just yelling all night. Mitch is done, and I'm not even gonna call him Mitchell anymore. You're just Mitch. You're just Mitch. He's so inaccurate. It's insane. No, it's insane how inaccurate he is. We'll we'll talk more (laughs) about drafts in the offseason and stuff, but for the life of me, I don't understand how a guy that started so few games in college got picked that early over Over a guy like Watson. Watson. Who proved that not only is a good quarterback, but he's a good Clemson. quarterback on the biggest stage. Yeah. But yeah, that that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> but so do you have Chargers? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Bears. You saw the Bears. I got the Chargers. You have Chargers. I that's have Chargers. so tough, bro. I, I got the Chargers. The Chargers are so hurt though right now. Yeah, it's just I'm just picking the Chargers if only just because for some reason I feel like the Chargers are gonna win this game. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. how I think the yeah. game's gonna go. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game in the first half, and then here comes in Chase Daniel in the second half mm-hmm. to, to push the Chase the Daniel Bears ahead. saves the day. Chase Daniel saves Sheesh. the day. Never thought I don't I'd even see know. It. I I'll just go with the Bears. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Next up on the docket, Giants Lions. Lions, they're at home. They're a better team than Giants. Yeah, I'll go Lions. Saquon's coming back, right? Can we talk about how insane that is? That dude was supposed to be out for six eight. to eight weeks. He's yeah. just he, physically he looked, different. He, I saw that he looked not as strong on his cuts, but he's Explosive. with without his insane lateral ability, he's still top five running yeah. back in the NFL. Yeah. With the um, for him to I, be able to come back from that injury that quickly, even if insane. he's like at eighty five percent, that's just he's physically a different yeah. beast. Like that dude, you should not be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, if they give you a timeline of six to eight weeks. And, and he comes come back, back in two. I'm taking like, my yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take the Giants here against the Lions, who have a bad defense. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Giants will be able to run the ball on them and then yeah. score when needed. And hopefully, not hopefully, but I think I think the the Giants can pull this one out. The Giants' offense is kind of formidable now, like yeah. secretly formidable. I, I think Shepard might still be out this this Sunday. Maybe. They get Ingram. But you still get Ingram. You still got Saquon. Saquon you still got Golden, Golden Tate. Tate. Like you have some players there. Mm-hmm. I have the Giants too. I think the Detroit had a good thing going, but it's it's no more. I got the Giants. Um, next up, the Jets and Jaguars. Mm. This was a hard one. Um, no more seeing ghosts. No more seeing ghosts. Jeez, that but was his toenail. That was bad. Who's Darnold's toenail. toenail. He's, he's been up? limited in practice because of his toenails. Yeah. What is up what with this guy? Mono toenail. Ghosts. What's it gonna be? I think it's gonna be ghost, bro. My earlobe, bro. <laughs> 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 I, can't, I can't go today, coach. Yeah. Uh, see, I didn't even know he was limited. That kind of changed my. Pr- Y'all go ahead. I'll I'll go last. I mean, it's a toenail. I don't think it'll end up. I mean that that affects your mobility. That I mean, it, it, yeah, part of his. Perhaps. 
skill set comes from the fact that he can work the pocket very well. If he can't be as mobile as he usually is within the pocket, I don't know. It's interesting. Right. Y'all want to hear something even. sad? What's that? I'm starting Darnold this week in my fantasy league. Ooh, ooh. Is this it's the one bummer. where you have to pay for every... Yeah, this, did, is, this is the Did the Jags one. win last week? Um, they were on a bye? I no. want to say they were on a bye. Let me check. Nah. We didn't even do the picks last week, so it was kind of hard to... Well, remember. we had a bye week last yeah. week. It was our We bye had a bye. <laughs> every uh, team beat, needs a bye. They beat the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. That's okay. No wonder That's none of us remember care. that game. <laughs> okay, I, I have the Jaguars winning this game. Just I'll get the Jags. Yeah. I mean, the Jags are at home. They're, they're, I'll I take mean, the Jags. We as forgot well. about Minshew a little bit because we stopped talking about him, but like they started losing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're supposed to get Foles back soon. I'll go with the Jags too. You can't recover if you're Darnold. You cannot recover that fast from I'm a game like that. Ghosts. Yeah, I got I'm the Jags. Ghosts. Up. At least he doesn't have to face Ramsey because you were really about to see some ghosts yeah. if you're playing Ramsey. But I don't know. After what he saw, after what he saw last week, it doesn't get worse than that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Bill um, Belichick must have been having so much fun. Right. It was like, <laughs> like no, the DBs, because like uh, having played football, I, the DBs, they know that they can get to the quarterback's head. It's so fun. It's like, bro, I'm going to play press coverage. Psych, I'm backing up eight yards. Yeah. And you can just, because the thing is, as soon as the quarterback turns his head to the center to call it, if you just start ba- bailing out of whatever you're doing, if you can mess with his head like that, that's mm-hmm. just, it's easy pickings out there. <laughs> all right, next game, we, we can get we can get over this one quickly. Bengals, Rams. I assume we Rams. have Rams. Of course. Rams, but I would not be surprised. I see some bad things happening. Last on that time team you right said now. that you were right. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep up with you. You got well. the Bengals? No, 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 no. Oh. No, 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 no. No, I, 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 I was I very suspicious of the Cowboys playing the Jets. I got the Rams. Yeah. I mean, what? But, I, but I, that's the thing with that prediction. I know the Cowboys very intimately mm-hmm. in my heart. So <laughs> my I feel like, I feel like. It's, I don't know so much about, about what tra- trap game right. means for the Rams. I see. That's yeah. true. Uh, this this might be an interesting game. Tampa Bay and Tennessee. Wow. Uh, talk about he bad, got pulled. Bad quarterback. He got pulled out. Uh, Mariota. Mariota. Yep. And Jameis Winston, after Max Kellerman, shout out to Max Kellerman. I know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> called him a top 10 hey, QB. My man threw five, four or five picks. Five interceptions. Yeah. Five interceptions. He's just, that's, that's Des- or not Deshaun. That's Jameis Winston for you. He's going to have a great week and then a awful week and yeah. you just never know what to expect from him. It's I mean, the battle of the two QBs the from the, the same draft. I mean, it's it won't be a battle the between teams. the two because he, <laughs> Mariota's going to be sitting I on know, the bench because James uh, is going to play and throw another six interceptions or he's going to throw Tannehill, six touchdowns. We don't know. Tannehill's <laughs> starting, right? Yeah, Tannehill's yeah. starting. Um, it's the battle between two teams that are probably going to move on from their quarterback. Most definitely. Yeah. I feel like with Jameis Winston the football guys are just sitting somewhere and then every week they just flip a coin and then like, whatever <laughs> it lands on is just like oh that's what it's gonna be this week yeah oh. so I mean Titans are at home I'm gonna just take the home team just cause I, I think Ryan Tannehill is gonna be somewhat motivated uh, I really don't know what's going on with the Bucks so I got the Titans so I got Jamie's, the Titans as well uh, Jamie sucked last week right Yes, yeah, so no, he's so going to be great this yeah, week. No, okay. yeah, here's what throws you off. He had a bye last week. Ooh. So Ooh. that could have been Hold his up. good week. Y'all got a coin, that bro. Could've, that could've, <laughs> y'all that got a coin. <laughs> we don't know. See, right. okay, so I have the... Uh, I have the, the Bucks. Uh, I have the Bucks yeah. winning, and I and I just foreshadow um, Marcus Mariota coming in the second half because oh really? Tannehill is really bad. <laughs> I mean, they just have two bad quarterbacks All who right. got picked in the first round for no reason. But All I'm gonna right. take the Bucks. All right, next game. This will be interesting. Eagles Bills. I got the Bills. I got the Bills. Bills are at home and playing <laughs> Bills Mafia. <laughs> what yeah, is Ray gonna have? Bills. Y'all for the first time in a long time. <gasps> He's going against the Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. Psych, I ain't never gonna um. go against the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles all day, bro. It's comeback season. Well, well, what's our record now? Three and four? Mm-hmm. 12 and four. Come back now. Yeah. 12 and four. Yes, sir. I probably just broke that mic, but. <laughs> I'm, it'll be, I'm, this, this, is a, this, this is this is interesting uh, matchup because you have Josh Allen, who's great on the deep throw, and John Brown, who's a great deep yeah, throw receiver. And the worst. He's inconsistent, though. In I got league. a question. I have an answer. Josh Allen. Or, or don't say or Jared Goff. Oh, I thought you were going to say Carson Wentz for a second. We were going to no. have to fight. I'm going to take Jared Goff, and I know we've seen him struggle, but I just don't trust uh, Josh Allen. That's because you haven't seen him play on live television. He's very inconsistent, though. I'm like, a, he throws a buttload of interceptions, too. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm a yeah. sucker for mobile quarterbacks. I'll go Josh Allen just because I like the, 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 the dual threat. 
I don't I don't think I'm not picking either. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pick Jared Allen? Do we respect the-, the Bills? Sorry to ask another question. Do we, res- do we respect the Bills if they beat a three and four Eagles team and are now six, six and, and one. one. Do we respect that team? Well, I, I mean, I was telling Reagan about this. If I don't know if I have it on the have it on the podcast, but I was saying Buffalo might just make the playoffs. And I remember I told you they're going to have the best defense in the league this year. No, evidently so, uh, not, because New England. I mean, okay, but different animal. Let's just say it's not surprising that Buffalo is. It is okay, it is surprising that Buffalo is this good, but it's not unforeseeable. So if they do beat the Eagles and six have? and one, it just feels validating. I, I have the Bills. I have the Eagles, man. I'll stand alone on this one. I'm I'll ride with my team even when we're at our worst. Next game, how about Broncos Colts? I got the Colts. Yeah, I have the Colts too. Yeah, I have Colts. Colts. Low, very, 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 can, very, can, very low key MVP candidate Jacoby Brissett. Can, they have a great back half of the season. Can I, He's played pretty well. Yeah, can I just say, did, did any of you guys see the Broncos game last week when they beat the Titans? Joe Flacco looks like he does not care about anything. He probably his, doesn't. Yeah, his, I mean, his, why would he? His facial expressions, he sees a guy 10 feet away f- from him coming at him, he'll throw it away, Like, and he's like, eh. It's like, why am I taking this hit for this and trash John, team? But, like, John Elway, too, like... If you see the quarterbacks he's brought in, he's got to do better. Oh my god! Yeah, you think John Elway's oh trying to find Lord. the next John Elway, and that's why? Mm, that's interesting. That, I've that, always I, had um like I've always had like a theory that star players aren't good always. Yeah, players. Magic Johnson wasn't a, was was always want to find themselves, and yeah. that's yeah. probably why Magic really liked Lonzo to go back to basketball. And, and, and MJ's not a good. Evaluator of talent, yeah. yeah. So if you're a star player, you expect certain things that come with stardom, and that's and there's been a lot of like reports and stories like we want Peyton, we want Peyton his role in John Elway's role. Let let Peyton do the ESPN show or whatever. Here's your quarterback, young boy named Timothy. (laughs) So uh, Timothy Tebow, run it back, (laughs) run it back. I got the Colts. Who do you got right now? I think I think we all have Colts right. All right, uh, moving on. A couple more games. Denver, Indy. Uh, no, which is that? Arizona, Arizona, uh, New Orleans. Yeah, no. Teddy Bridgewater is just. He might not play this week. Yeah. Drew Brees might be back. Do you take him out, though? I just would, let Drew I would, Brees I would, sit. I would, exactly. I wouldn't yeah. let Drew Brees take those hits. I Personally, especially what against hits? Arizona. What hits? And. And versus Arizona. What hits no, versus Arizona? But, bruh, Hassan Reddick. And being at home, you just want to keep a guy's momentum going. Yeah. Like, like, it. I mean, either way, I, don't know. I have the Saints. No matter He's Drew Saints. Brees, remember? Yeah. No matter He's freaking, he, he was MVP if he had been healthy all year. I got the Saints. Yeah, I have the Saints. All right. Uh, Panthers, Niners. This could be This is the best game of the week, in my opinion. Hmm. I got Niners. You got Niners? Here's the thing. I know exactly how great their pass rush is. Mm-hmm. Can their run defense stop McCaffrey? And it, with... with, with Four guys, especially as good as a receiver as McCaffrey is out of the backfield, when you have four guys who are a full go like that, it's a lot easier to get some screen passes off. True. And with a guy like Quan Alexander who Misses apparently tackling. can't tackle, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could see McCaffrey having another big day. Here's my turning point for the game is if the Panthers are able to, to force Jimmy Garoppolo into interceptions, which other teams have proven is not that hard. Yeah, it's not. And if they can get the ball in some short field situations, I think the Panthers have a good chance to win. But I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers because I think that they're a legit team and Garoppolo is going to be focusing on not throwing interceptions against a talented secondary in the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. will go Panthers. Yeah, this is really tough for me. Uh, I'm going to just say mm, 49ers are going to let one down at home. Against the Panthers, yeah. they've been on a hot streak. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you, yeah. you went six in a row at, at some yeah. point. You know, yeah, that's true. Winning gets tiring. Yeah, so I got the Panthers. Okay, Raiders, Texans, 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 Texans. Yeah. Texans. Trap home. game for the Texans, though. Yeah. Trap game Is for it? the Texans. They lost guess, last week. I think, I think they're, I think they're fine. Maybe yeah. it, like Oakland has surprised a couple teams. They have this no, they have, so they, that, have yeah. they have. They might have a point there. Uh, let's, okay, let's keep going on. Browns, Patriots. Browns Patriots. I mean, yeah, a at this point, one. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not buying. I'm so sold on the Browns at this point. Yeah. Odell's gonna have a bad day, you know. I mean, <laughs> Baker's gonna see ghosts. If, You'll if be on the sideline, like, bro. I mean, I'm Baker's seeing. leading the league in interceptions. Yeah, yeah you when you have 25 I, as a starter in the NFL, I don't understand all these people like. 
He's blah, blah, blah. He's the next Brett Favre mixed with this and that. Stop. Stop. As, stop. As, He's terrible. Know, like, as bad as the Eagles have been this weekend or this, this season, I, I, po- I posted on my story at the beginning of the season, who would y'all rather have, Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield? Stop. And it was overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly Baker Mayfield. Whoever, and I was sitting there like, y'all going to remember this one. <laughs> why are all these? What happened? It's the no me- one ever makes that pick, yeah. man. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so I, yeah, I got pa- the pass. Patriots all it's around. Easy. Yeah, Patriots. Not very Patriots. Easy. Okay, the Sunday night game that would have been really interesting if Mahomes was playing Green Bay, Kansas City. Green, Green Bay. Bay. Green Bay. Without Bay. Mahomes. Ain't got no chance. Mm. Especially if he don't play. I, Devontae Adams, what's his status? He uh, might. Uh, I mean, he didn't play uh, last, last week, week and they yeah. beat a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, I just. It's just without Mahomes. Doubtful. Just, yeah, that, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Packers. Packers all around. Okay, last game. So game of the week. The Monday night yes, game. Sir. I, don't know, I, don't know. I don't know about this one. <laughs> Dolphins. I don't know about Steelers. this one. Man. Steelers, for Ooh. sure. I'm sold on their defense, the Steelers. Mm. Uh, yeah, they have a sneaky good defense. Yeah. I mean, they, they're disappointingly surprising, if that makes any sense. Disappointingly surprising. Because like, we thought they might be something this year, but Surprisingly they disappointing? No, the other way around. <laughs> Anyways, Steelers, you guys all got Steelers. Yeah, it's not a uh, yeah. yeah. Dolphins is not winning. The Dolphins won't go 0 16. See, I have the Dolphins pick winning. Pick the Dolphins. Pick the Dolphins. Pick the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Dolphins. Oh, now I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> you picking the Dolphins? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> What's your reasoning? There's no reasoning. I just think the Dolphins. Oh, you just think win. they're gonna pull one yeah. out? Just just a hunch. Now I'm not gonna do it. I'll pick like, like okay. the Steelers. I mean, the more the more and more I learn about the NFL is like the more I realize just how random it is. No, yeah. And so yeah. for no particular yeah. reason. Any given Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Any that's the beautiful part about it. And that every Sunday. game counts, unlike the NBA. No rhyme or reason. I got the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's the game that they win. Week twelve. Against the Eagles. <laughs> don't don't do me like that. Don't, that's week 13. It's oh. week 12 against the Browns. Josh Rosen just or Carson Wentz? Huh? What? <laughs> Who? Josh Rosen? Carson. All right, before 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 we get into that, I assume... Wait, Reagan, I assume you're picking... Pittsburgh. I'm picking the Steelers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. All right, so that wraps up this episode of Triple Coverage. Oh, they play the Bengals week 16. <laughs> Go that ahead. That doesn't wrap it up. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, catch us on SoundCloud and in the future, maybe on Apple Podcasts and Definitely. Spotify. Um, go ahead and read Reagan and I on Square One Media and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Square One Media. Go ahead and read Julio's blog, Sports Talk, The Countdown. You can Google um, me on Daily Trojan. Mm, yep. Yes, sir. Shout out Michelle Mankoff. Uh, Reagan, take us away. Don't throw into triple coverage. Uh, poor Eagles. All right. Catch you next time. <laughs>